brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello, thank you for downloading the podcast. Matt Dyson, I think it would be remiss of us not to use this, the bonus material, to focus on one of the most shocking calls we've ever received to The Breakfast Show. Yeah, it's quite an unusual one. I just still, I'm still in shock. And let's just say the British Medical Council have been in touch, they haven't. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just mind-blowing. The more I think about it, the more it stays with me. I don't want to give too much away now. Life-changing. Two lives will be changed. Mm. Dave in Corby, um, he he messaged in, and this is what he had to say about the call that you're going to hear in probably about... 15 minutes in real time. Dave, does this mean that potentially they're walking around with the wrong names? If one was John and two was Steve, surely that's the wrong names for the past 18 years. Find out what happened and enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. A warm welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Alongside Matt Dyson. Hello there. Is Emma Jones. Hello. And Glenn Moore. Hello. Hello all. Uh, I'd like to talk about the industrious nature of uh, the people of the UK uh, because yesterday I was privy to an incredible story during a meeting where in Tooting, which uh, for those of you who don't know is a part of South London. Mm, um, lovely part of South London. Some industrious types have gone and bought themselves a giant white gazebo they have erected it. They've made it look slightly like a very popular cooking show inside, and they're charging 40 quid a pop to go in there and cook competitively with your friends against other friends. I'm in. Well, there you go. But apparently, legally, this is perfectly fine because no-one owns the rights to a big gazebo with people cooking inside it. <laughs> yeah. It's called, like, the Big London Cook-Off or something. Yeah, the uh, the Big London Bake, it's called. The Big London Bake. And it's going just... to go on a, It's going to go around the country, though, did you say? Because, like, everyone well, wants to get involved. I, I, well, this is, I'm saying this. If the people who have done this haven't thought to take it around the country, they sure must they be will. insane. Yeah. So it's 40 quid a go. And as I say, I mean, you know, the, the cooking show in which we're talking about... I'm sure it earns plenty of money for the, the yeah. channel and the, the people who work on it, the presenters and stuff. So they're all fine, which is great, and, and rightfully so. But I like the fact that on the coattails of its success, yeah. there's someone else earning a couple of quid. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I can't I just believe like no one's it. thought of this before. It's know, so it's obvious. Great, it just it? appeals to... It, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that leads us perfectly in, Emma. What can we rip off? Yeah. We're all in it together. <laughs> yeah, it. What can we rip off as a live experience? Yeah. Well, they've already done... They did the Crystal Maze recently. That was crowdfunded. I did the Crystal Maze when they recreated that. That's very good. Was that fun? So it seems to be all the rage recreating TV shows. Mm. But this is more done to make pure profit uh, by not copying exactly but making money out of it. That's what I like about it. I remember once I was selling jigsaw puzzles in Eltham High Street as a young man. And um, they. Were you in any fools and horses? <laughs> no, I was. Let's not get into that again. He had a little table. He had to run, he had to run off with his suitcase when <laughs> you, the old you, bill turned. You know. <laughs> <laughs> these, these jigsaws are legit. <laughs> you know, well, more on that in a moment. <clears throat> you know, I despise the comparisons to only fools and horses. <laughs> Sorry, you're not helping you. yourself. No, <laughs> but you admittedly, selling knockoff jigsaw puzzles on a high street in South London does <laughs> slightly put me in that wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that anyway. The reason they were so cheap is there was a spelling mistake on the box. Uh, I know I'm going even further down wow. into an Only Falls and Officers So you've got a job lot. 
Yeah. Well, my friend Dave Montague got a job lot. Uh, he won't like me using his name on air. <laughs> Dave Montague, old name as well. Morning, morning. Dave. Morning, morning, Dave. Uh, it was the mighty Moofin Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> One pound. Wow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Fort Boyard. <laughs> Live. Ah, wow, yeah. Leslie Grantham, Melinda Messenger. Yeah, let's recreate it. On uh, You've got to get a fort in the sea. That's not where we come. Apparently there's one in the Solent we can use. Yeah? There'll be people listen to this yeah. low fort. I know, I know, that, I know yeah. our listeners. You've got a fort we can borrow. We'll cut you in on this. We're going to do Fort Boyard live. Yes, excellent. Do you remember Fort Boyard? I do, Boyard. yeah. It's a very strange show, wasn't it? Uh, and then they let uh, tigers loose at the end of the programme, so uh, we probably won't do that. We won't get that no. far. We, we, we are, we're a wildlife-loving show. We won't be releasing we'll any just, tigers. Yeah, feed some cats and stuff. But, you know, get involved. You mean like domestic cats? Yeah, get all your friends and families, your work colleagues, go on a stag do or a hen do, come to Fort Tinder Boyard. Tinder dates. We'll call it something slightly different to Fort Boyard and then we'll get around it that way. It'd be great. Fort Boyard, £40 a ticket. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Time for me to take off my millennial hat. <laughs> yeah. Put on my actual on age hat. <laughs> um, because Phil has suggested a remake of the kids' show Nightmare. <laughs> As a live experience with today's VR technology, it would be great. Already exists. Does it? Ah. Nightmare Live, yeah. Does but it? that's an wow. Edinburgh comedy thing, isn't it? It is, but it's still like is it the same the thing. Same, yeah? thing. Wow. same thing, okay. So Phil, I mean, you can see Phil really means this. He's he's he'd love to see this happen. I can imagine you right now, Phil, texting to show whilst polishing your three foot high statue of Gandalf. <laughs> uh, and it's lovely to hear from you. Of course, Nightmare um had one of the great theme tunes, and we're gonna share a little yeah. bit of it now. And then, after that, with this amazing animated opening sequence with this guy on horseback going yeah, through like, the yeah. kind of overgrown forbidden forest and stuff up towards the castle, well, that's when things got really nail-biting. Have a listen to this. And, you know, if you're driving, pull over, because this is pretty <laughs> high-octane <laughs> yeah. from the 80s. Here we go. OK, now, sidestep to your right. <laughs> and can you turn... Stop, stop. Can you turn half to your right? OK, now walk forwards. Stop. stop and sidestep to your right. Gives you chills, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. 40 pounds a ticket, we'll see you in June. Very <laughs> Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Nearly there, Pickles. Big question is, what's your first thought? Dean, Matt Dyson, what was the first thing that popped into your mind this morning? I, I saw an advert pop up in my Instagram feed uh, the other day, and I normally... All right, mate, we're all on Instagram. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not showing off. It's not a humble brag, but an advert <laughs> popped up on my social media right, feed. OK, what's well, saying? Uh, you're awesome, Matt. Well done to be on an Insta. <laughs> no, no, not at all, no. <laughs> Welcome it, to the cutting edge. It merely, for once, had something I was interested in. That, this it? is the, You've uh, been the, targeted. the unusual thing about it. Because uh, these, uh, I'd not seen them before. These, uh, they're called sonic electronic toothbrushing devices. Automatic toothbrushing devices. You they're haven't like... heard of an electric toothbrush No, before. no, no, it's not an electric toothbrush. Are you plugging that? You're not using your hand. I'm <laughs> not plugging because I don't know the brand name. Glenn, so. Glenn's onto you. He's seen the process. And for just six ninety nine. I think they cost a lot more than that. This advert you... popped up. <laughs> it did. I don't know what the brand name is, so, I mean, it's clearly not an advert. It would be a rubbish advert if it was. Maybe if I... someone were to <laughs> jog your memory. Yeah, please give it me because I'd love to If I was to leave this toothbrush on the desk and I turned around, it was gone when I came when I turned back round. That's fine. <laughs> Look, what it is, I don't know if you're aware of it, because it blew my mind. I'd never seen it before. It's like a gum shield, right? 
attached to some piece of electronic gadgetry. Yeah, and stop you put doing that the gum mime. shield in your mouth, yeah. right? So it just covers your teeth, it's in your mouth. Yeah. You can then walk around, go about your daily business, get dressed, do whatever you want, go downstairs, make breakfast, while your teeth are being brushed by this modern technology. There is no messy toothpaste everywhere. There is no having to stand over the sink. You so just walk it... around the house. It's like one of those little um, hoovers that you get, those robot hoovers. What about those shoe, those shoe cleaning things you see in hotel it's corridors the, it's every like now that, and again? But it gives you the power Rotating to move around. Because you just stick it in your mouth and then go about your normal business. Who needed to remove the hassle of cleaning it's their good, teeth? It's, cut, it's a good five minutes to cut down on getting ready in the morning. You can do everything else. You brush your teeth for five minutes. Do you listen to Bohemian Rhapsody as you brush your teeth? (laughs) I think the dental advice, actually, Glenn, is between two and five minutes, yeah. There you go. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I just want one. They look amazing. Okay, so that's a good... I can't wait to see one. Um, If you know what these are, do send one in, 8, 12, 15. If you've got one, please get in touch. (laughs) Let me know if it works. And what was your first thought today? I thought, why haven't I made millions from something really obvious? Mm. So I follow this woman on Instagram. I'm also on Instagram. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, she's got two million followers, and all she does is clean her house and just puts up videos of her uh, like, yeah. bleaching the toilet. She squeegees her carpet. She uses the floor. She uses the floor on everything. She sprays yeah. everything we, with Febreze. I know who you mean. Yeah. 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 And, and there's also a woman called Marie Kondo who sorts out people's, like, rolls up people's boxes in their drawers and just makes everything neat and tidy. But I was talking to my family about this, and I was like, this is just what we do all of the time, every day. And we could have made millions from it. Uh, yeah. Just, just filming Just it. cleaning our houses and folding up just our T-shirts. Just filming it and going, Hi, Miss, guys. Is yeah. it Miss Hinch, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Mrs Hinch. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs Hinch, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ms Hinch, Mrs Hinch. Um, okay, yes, yeah, so you could have filmed yourself rolling up T-shirts and... Maybe there's, maybe there's one for you, Emma, in packing. Have you thought about that? You could pack a suitcase and put that on Instagram. Because yeah. unboxing videos are really popular, so just yeah, yeah. the opposite. Box. Yeah. Videos, you yeah. get your level like, like a shrink wrap machine and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. I might just start filming myself following Stefan around the house, telling him to do stuff, yeah. wash his hands, clean yeah, his teeth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe people would be into that. I think yeah. people would <laughs> definitely be into that. Start doing that. That's huge. <laughs> I'd watch that. It sounds great. <laughs> With your little toothbrush thing in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Oh, you tell him, Emma. You tell him, you ever, you ever wash your hands, Stefan? <laughs> Glenn, what's your first thought today? Um, is it irresponsible of, like, fabric softener companies yeah. for them making fabric softener look absolutely delicious? <laughs> Yes, it is. You're right. Don't actually. put this on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean as in you want to drink, drink a gold with it? Drink it. I like don't want to drink, but I look at it and I sort of think, mm, yeah, <laughs> I want to know what turquoise tastes like. Yeah. It's the same with the powder. It smells so nice. When I was younger, I put my head in like a big box of Ariel and I sniffed it so hard, it all <laughs> it went, went in my eyes nose. and up my nose. At the end of Scarface. It just smells, it smells too nice. Like, you just want to get your head in there. Mrs. Hinch meets Scarface. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You may recall earlier in the week, uh, we were discussing who's the best dog, Lassie or the littlest hobo. And it was during that conversation that I had a moment of clarity where I thought, this would sound awesome, slow down. We'd all sound like we were drunk in a pub. Well, here you go. Emma Jones, uh, let's cross to you now. Lassie or littlest hobo? I know Lassie. I don't know what the littlest hobo looks like. What kind of dog was he? There we go. A little Alsatian as well. A nice, cute little... Yeah, no, Lassie for me, I think. Really? Lassie wins. Glenn? Yeah, yeah Lassie, Lissa's hobo looks gross. Lissa's <laughs> <laughs> hobo looks gross. What he just does is... 
it? Just looks what, like just... he's a hobo. Is that why? You no, no, like no, no, no. He just looks <laughs> just like a, just a just a dog. Standard look, dog. He just was a his dog. Own he doesn't man. look like a famous actor. Dog. Lassie was just a fake, <laughs> That's absolute it. charlatan. <laughs> That's one of my favourite ones of those. <laughs> Lassie was a fake, an absolute charlatan. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's time for a little bit of misheard lyrics. Always a firm favourite on the wireless. Um, but this one, I'm shocked by. I've shocked myself. Uh, firstly, I was shocked as to why my wife was singing Chumbawamba's Tub Thumping at home. But wow. <laughs> we have a baby now, so anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> She sounds cool. And that was where... I just think it's the rhythm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Oh, was it to get the baby to sleep? I'm done. Yes, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Tub thumping works as a great lullaby. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you drink some whiskey drink. You drink some <laughs> um, Anyway, I've been under the impression since that song came out, which, by the way, doing a little bit of research, was Brit nominated for Best Single. Oh, yeah. It was huge, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, all these years, I was under the impression that it went... I get knocked down, but I get up again. Ain't never going to play guitar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Honestly. And I always thought that was unusual. And then when Sarah Jane went, I get knocked down, but I get up again, you ain't ever going to keep me down. I literally, within a split second, I went, that makes more sense. Yeah. 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 It seems to be the natural follow-on from yeah. the previous That's sentence. Had yeah. you just never heard the song? I, it sounds I've heard nothing the song like so many times. <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. Ain't never going to play guitar. So I then told this Sarah Jane, she said, well, basically, when that came out when I was like a teenager, that would have been one of my nightmares, not to be able to wow people with my guitar skills. So maybe it was just a deep-rooted psychological uh, right. thing. Mm. Uh, and then producer Mark, in getting the clip here, bless him, has pointed out that the last one minute, 15 seconds of the song is just the lyric I've misheard over and over <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't never gonna play guitar. No! <laughs> <laughs> no? Guys, guys? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Keep me down. No. Yeah. It's quite clearly enunciated as well. <laughs> Maybe you had a bad reception on your radio or something. It was, it was a crazy time. <laughs> <laughs> the Chumbawamba years were a crazy were. time for a, a young Dave Berry yeah. embarking oh, on manhood. Selling his jigsaws on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> his mess spelled, knocked off jigsaws. Yeah. Mighty moving Power Rangers, anyone? And a bug in the nut, one pound. Um, Emma. Yeah. Now, you can mock me for Ain't Never Gonna Play Guitar, but my goodness, what on earth were TLC doing dedicating a whole song to a gentleman called Jason Waterfalls? I think that's quite a common one. Yeah. Is it? Don't go it Jason Waterfalls. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Oh, I feel even more stupid now. <laughs> Don't go Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> yeah. What a lovely song. As a second prong, if anyone out there is called Jason Waterfalls, do get in touch. Very breakfast show podcast. Absolute radio. It's just so sad, isn't it, that Jason Waterfalls ain't never going to play guitar. <laughs> Poor lad. Matt Dyson, I believe your misheard lyric uh, comes courtesy of Prefab Sprout. Yeah. There's um, lots of odd lyrics to tackle in that I mean, particular song. I mean, it is an song. odd song. Granted, but a friend of mine, Charlie, she used to think the bit that goes hot dog, jumping frog, Albuquerque, uh -huh. as we all know. Yeah. She thought that bit went hot dog, jumping frog, I like cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't make it any less weird. <laughs> it's already a weird song. Yeah. Anything weird, goes in yeah. King of Rock and Roll, anything. Um, Glenn, 
Yours is Jamiroquai. Yeah, the song Canned Heat. Uh, I thought the at the end of the chorus he says, um, I've got candy in my ears tonight, Big Ben. <laughs> Big Ben. <laughs> I thought it was Big Ben as well. It does sound like Did that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So the song Canned Heat by Jamiroquai is, I've got canned heat in my heels tonight, baby. A reference to, I can't help but dance. Yeah, yeah as it's opposed another... to candy in my ears tonight, Big Ben. Yeah, it's another <laughs> yeah. catchy acid jazz number, pop yeah. crossover from Jamiroquai. Let's have a little listen, shall we? I always thought it was candy in my heels tonight, baby, so I'm halfway with yeah. you. Candy in my ears tonight, Big Ben. I can't unhear that now. A better lyric, if anything. <laughs> I think yeah. so. I'm going to chuck yeah. it out. Yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Craig and Colesio is concerned that Primal Scream just can't afford fondue. Yeah! What can a do? And, of course, the brave lyrics that are Green Poodle Badger on the 45, says Adam. Green Poodle Badger on the it? Amazing lyric writing. Green Poodle Badger. <laughs> on the 45, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, lovely. And, of course, you know, it takes real rock and roll royalty to start any song by blagging about having a long willy. Any others, Matt? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of classics coming in, uh, like The Constant Craving by Lisa Stansfield, I Can't Stand Gravy. Classic. That's a very popular one. Uh, Sting singing about Sue Lawley Always. is also very popular. Um, <laughs> Graham says, uh, I had a mate who used to sing Anna Friel instead of I And I Feel from Madonna's Ray of Light. <laughs> I do that, Graham. It's a great one to sing along to. You're not alone. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Morning. The Cheltenham Festival has begun and Paddy Power are giving you the chance to win £2,000 every single day right here on The Breakfast Show. And right now, you can get all the latest on Cheltenham plus tips from Ruby Walsh and Matt Chapman. All with Paddy Power. Just search Paddy Power News. And now, as the tension ramps up to Cheltenham, as we get closer to the Gold Cup, we're switching things up here on The Breakfast Show. We've managed to get our hands on a, cup, a copy of Escalado, the oh. infamous Escalado. Look at it there. Yeah, it's It looks very dated, doesn't it? Oh, we, it was an unboxing that was born to be put online. <laughs> Imagine this. It's a board game with a horse track, a bunch of horses, which used to be made out of lead in the 20s, apparently, <laughs> and right, yeah. a big old handle, which when you turn, as if by magic, the horses actually race down the track. So, for your chance to win £2,000, we're going to bring two callers on air and all you need to do is back a horse. If your horse wins the race, you win the £2,000. It's as simple as that. And, of course, my esteemed colleague, Matt Dyson, you'll be the race commentator. Oh, yes, OK. And Glenn will be twiddling the handle on your behalves. But before we do that, you need to answer a question, and it is, who won the Cheltenham Gold Cup in 2018? Was it Native River or Thistlecrack? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're about to play a game of Escalado on the radio, which is very exciting. All you had to do was answer the question, who won the Cheltenham Gold Cup in 2018? It was Native River. Knowing that, on line one was Matt in Welling. Good morning to you, Matt. 
Hi, Dave. Hi, team. How you doing, my friends? Yeah, very well, thank you. You? Very well, thank you for asking. Uh, so your horse has got the yellow jersey. Uh, what would you like to call it? So I'm going to go some mellow yellow. Mellow yellow. I should right. say the jockey's got the jersey on, not the, not the horse. No. And on line two, we have Steve in York. Good morning to you, Steve. Morning, Dave and team. How you doing, my man? Not so bad, mate. Lovely stuff. Uh, you have the orange jersey uh, adorns your jockey. What are you going to call your horse? Jürgen's Wonder. Jürgen's Wonder. Yeah, Congratulations Jürgen's once Wonder. again on the nice. result last night, Steve. Yeah, uh, Matt, Steve. Steve, Steve, Matt. All right, Matt. Okay. All right, mate. Gentlemen, this is what's uh, going to happen. Matt is your commentator. Glenn is your race controller. If your horse falls, you're out of the race. If both horses should fall at the same time, the horse furthest down the track takes the victory. And finally, if everyone stays on their feet and the horses that cross the line, the first one will win, of course. The producer's decision is final. So, Mark, with great power comes great responsibility. Are we all ready? I think we are. OK, gentlemen, yeah. good luck. We're playing for £2,000. Off we go. And they're off. The glamorous race warden Glenn has started. The going is good to firm as in a little wooden table. The yellow is neck and neck going into the finish. Oh! Wait a minute. It was neck and neck all the way. We've got a photo finish. We've got a photo finish. I can confirm winning £2,000. It was by a nose. Mellow Yellow, Matt, congratulations. You won two grand. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. That is our pleasure. Well done. That is amazing. Um, enjoy your winnings. Oh, I, I, I'm, thank you so much. That's so amazing. That is our pleasure, Matt. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Have yourself a lovely day. And unlucky, Steve, it was a pleasure having you on the show. £2,000, all thanks to Paddy Power. Get all the latest on Cheltenham Plus tips from Ruby Walsh and Matt Chapman and lots more with Paddy Power. Just search Paddy Power News. That was thrilling, wasn't it? So exciting. Shall we escalado this time tomorrow? Yes, please. We shall. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time right now for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. And in an almost Venn diagram of show features, I have to apologise to my partner for something I said about her during yesterday's Cool Badge segment. Oh. So not even about her knowing the lyrics to Tub Thumping and singing them out loud. No, no, this is... You'll this... have to apologise for that later, probably. I'll have to apologise <laughs> for that next week. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Because yeah. you say things on here and you forget that people listen, yeah. particularly people you know, mm. slash live with, slash married, slash yeah. fathered a child with. Yeah, it's weird, isn't um, it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, we were discussing Rocky 2, and the reason we were discussing Rocky 2, ah, this is what yes. I was saying yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. is because we're watching a brilliant series on the BBC called Baptiste, who was one of the characters uh, in The Missing that they kind of given his own vehicle oh, to. Oh, yes. Gritty crime mm. drama, very good. And um, Baptiste's wife gave him a kind of motivational speech about go out there and catch this guy. And that was when I said, she's Rocky too in him. Because there's a bit where Adrian wakes up after being in the coma and says, you can do it, Rocky. Yeah. And that's when he starts to train and catch the chicken. I've got goose pimples even saying it out loud. <laughs> anyway, that was when Sarah Jane, having an attempt at doing a Rocky impression, instead of saying, Adrian, said Julian. <laughs> yeah, and sounded right. like Louis Van Hole singing yes, his own song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is Louis Van Hole. <laughs> She went, Julian! And Julian. I said this, and I said, give me the cool badge. You know, yeah. that was why I went... Anyway, I got home yesterday, and it turns out that, in fact, she was making a wonderful observation, smashing two worlds together of Baptiste and Rocky too, because his name is Julian no Baptiste. No way! So when oh. she went, Julian! It was actually very witty. Oh, don't tell me he was also cutting carrots into sticks at the time. <laughs> Julian! That's a... That's what. Oh, that's a chef joke. Really detailed chef joke. Are you going to apologise for that now? Just while we're in the section? No, I've never apologised. Or are you going to save it for Cool Badge next week? The Venn diagram grows. There were five chefs out there that loved that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got a Keith Lorraine gag up your (laughs) sleeve?
sleep as well, is it? Yeah, come in later. <laughs> Stick around for that one. So that's my apology. So there we nice. go. But oh, Matt wow. Dyson. I feel that's, yeah, that's justified that you should have Very good. It was a very good Very gag clever. Really, yeah. Um, so you have a clarification courtesy of Zimbabwe. Yes, I've been sent an email from someone called Russell in Harare uh, in Zimbabwe uh, who was so inspired to get in touch with me. He emailed me via the website just to clarify uh, that A Dog's Purpose is actually a very good film. We had a lot. We did the special dog episode of this show <laughs> earlier in the week for some reason. Uh, we talked about uh, dogs it was called The Dog Scallops. Yeah, so you can download it as a podcast. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought that looks like quite a good film, all from the point of view of a dog who keeps coming, uh, keeps being reborn into different dogs. Mm. Well, in a similar way to Quantum Leap, really. But <laughs> Quantum Leap for dogs. Yeah, Quantum Leap for dogs. And lots of people texting saying it's awful. It's the worst film ever made. But Russell in Zimbabwe says uh, it is a very good film. You and your kids will really enjoy this movie. Get a box of tissues ready. It's a bit of a tearjerker. Thank you, Dave, Emma and Glenn for an awesome show. Well, that's really sweet. So that, we've clarified a dog's purpose. is one hell of a film. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your apologies, corrections and clarifications. And right now, we have Julie on line one. Good morning to you, Julie. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very well. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. We got your text message. This is an incredible clarification. This is a clarification 18 years in the making, which we believe is going to change two people's lives forever. Yeah. It could do. It could do. Um, <laughs> so you were a student midwife and you delivered, you helped deliver twins. That's where this story begins, back in 2001. That's exactly correct, yeah. So in 2001, I was a very naive student midwife. And logically in my head, you would think twin two would need two cord clamps. Yes, so you're saying that when the baby's born and there's the cord, you, you you clamp two onto the first baby and one clamp onto the second baby. No, what I thought was that you put two clamps onto twin two, because obviously twin two... Makes sense, yeah, Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But no, you do not. You put two clamps on twin one, so that... Uh, Yeah. So now, in what are we now to, 2019? So now there's an 18-year-old who's probably going to be celebrating his 18th birthday this year. Two 18-year-olds celebrating their birthday this year. And one is going to be celebrating that he's 15 minutes older than his brother, when actually he's not. He's 15 minutes younger than his brother because I put the two clamps on to twin one. My goodness, what a story, Joe! Why do you put two clamps on twin one, though? That doesn't seem to make sense. Julie? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) (laughs) She's being gagged. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Julie, can you hear us? Wow. Oh, no, we'll never know the answer. The no, she the... said all she wanted to say. Yeah, no, the power of the midwifery council. They, can just, <laughs> they hear things being said that you shouldn't talk about, they cut you off. Well, if there are two twin boys in the Birmingham area who are going to be celebrating yeah. their 18th birthday soon, get in touch. But the one of you that's been bowling around going, oh, yeah, oh, all I'm cocksure, the I'm the oldest yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're the baby brother. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. 
Let's do it right. It's your apologies, corrections and clarifications. I'll start this talk a bit by clarifying it was a good thing that Julie, uh, the midwife's phone cut off. Um, we didn't need to get into the details of the clamping. No. Yeah, it got, yeah, it got yeah. a bit... We spoke to her off air and yeah. it's just a bit too medical for breakfast yeah, time. you don't want to know, really. Just too medical. <laughs> but there are two twin boys out there in the Birmingham area celebrating her 18th birthday this year and the one who thinks he's the oldest is actually the youngest. Mm, changes everything. By 15 minutes. I really think that it does. What an incredible clarification that is. Dave says, Chuck in Bournemouth, I'd like to apologise to the instructor at Mercedes-Benz World, who for some unknown reason, I felt the need to flip the bird to at my mate's 11th birthday party. (laughs) I drive past there every morning and still get the odd cringing flashback. (laughs) I'm sorry, says Chuck in Bournemouth. Oh, nice. Dave, can I clarify, people, when you state the time, e.g. 10am, you don't have to say 10am in the morning, there's only 1am or p.m., Perry from Bath. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now, uh, we're going to dedicate some of the Social Ammo feature um, to our very own Andy Bush, who's doing something lovely for charity, isn't he, Matt Dyson? He is. He's doing a sponsored (laughs) threat-a-thon. Shall we give a little... (laughs) It sounds weird. Shall we give a little bit of a backstory to this? I think we might need to. Uh, Basically, uh, whenever someone is on the telly with glasses, people on Twitter will send the picture to Andy going, oh, look, you're on question time or whatever it is. Or what's Andy doing in the crowd at this match or whatever. It happens all the time. Andy will then retweet it with a response uh, threatening said person in a jokey manner. So much so that there is a separate Twitter feed now called... Andy Bush's Threat Club. Yes, there which is. I, yeah, yeah. Which I followed, and I don't know, actually, I presumed that it was Bush doing it. I thought it was I'm a home sure. time thing, but I'm I think sure. it's just a, like a fan of his threatening yeah, it's, nature. Yeah, it's fan run, because I tried to get a threat the other day, and they tweeted me, but Bush oh. wouldn't, he wouldn't, threat, he wouldn't well, threaten me. Well, you've got to pay £10 for a threat now. Yeah, I'll do a sponsored yeah. one. Instead. Do a sponsored threat, Red better. Comic Relief have asked Bush for a threat, and he said, I can't threat an actual Red Nose Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no, a done thing. It, it would be the boldest thing you could ever do. <laughs> yeah. So, so how does it work then, Matt? You touched well, on it there. He sort of comes around. He'll say like, "Oh, I will come round and break both of your knees, or yeah. you'll only be recognisable from your dental records after I'm finished." <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, I once, like I once spotted a bush alike on a daytime TV advert for life insurance, and he said I'd end up in a skip. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that was nice. There's it's nice to be part of the there's, threat club, it's isn't it? Lovely. Yeah. So there's a lot of them. So he's got a just giving page. Go to his Twitter feed, uh, Bush on the Radio. On Twitter and get involved. Yeah, it's nice. So there we go. And of course, Bush and Richie will be back uh, later on this afternoon with the Home Time Show from 4. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And this Saturday, something special cometh. Frank Skinner will be live on air for 10 consecutive hours. Well, consecutive hours makes sense, doesn't it? He's not going to have an hour on, hour off. No, no, he's going right through. (laughs) He's celebrating a decade on Absolute Radio. It's amazing. So his show's going to kick off as normal, then he's going to be going right through. He's going to be joined by some special guests, including the two of them are back together on Absolute Radio. David Bedil's going to be here. Oh, excellent. And doing just such fine work as Sidekick Simon on the new series of Alan Partridge. Tim Key's going to be joining him as well. Oh, brilliant. Of course, one of the shows that Frank Skinner will envelop is your very own rock and roll football, Matt. Uh, Yourself and Matt Ford will be joined by the man himself. It's going to be amazing for us to do a show with the man who used to present fantasy football. It's going to be absolutely awesome. 
and then he's going to be doing the indie disco with Bush. Yeah. Uh, so that is Frank Skinner. I wonder Skinner's... if Bush is going to threaten him <laughs> <laughs> online before this. Which, if you're just tuning in, <laughs> I know it sounds odd, but for charity, Andy Bush is doing a threatathon. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. it would be quite nice if Frank Skinner handed over like a tenner and then got yeah, threatened by Bush. Nice, yeah. What a way of starting the indie disco <laughs> on a Saturday. Uh, so that is Frank Skinner's 10-hour show to celebrate his 10th birthday at Absolute Radio. It all starts, as I say, on Saturday, as normal, from 8am. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast absolute radio of course tomorrow is friday which means emma jones will be reading your news emma it's everyone's favorite feature it's my favorite feature you do it so well thank you you give it all the bells and whistles often glenn is out and about as well roving reporter style yep in my sponsored car (laughs) (laughs) uh last week you went to the opening of a new family log fire yes i did uh, which was very exciting Mm -hmm. and emma announced that one listener was moving to new zealand to start a new career yes we've had children's birthday parties tackled people's baking skills when it comes to brownies a lot of big exclusives you just tell us what's going on in your world and we'll give it all the journalistic bells and whistles. Email me now, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And tomorrow morning, live on the show, Emma Jones will read your news. <laughs> Wait for the drop. away from the drop of me. <laughs> <When's it coming? laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Farewell, dear listeners. Oh, farewell. What a show. My goodness. I still can't quite get over that caller, the midwife caller. A lot of ground covered. If you missed it, it's life-changing stuff from a midwife in Birmingham. Download the daily podcast to hear it. We've even dedicated the bonus material to it. Just shocking scenes. Shocking scenes on The Breakfast Show. Yeah. Uh, but what will the podcast be called if you want to go and search it out? Producer Mike, what have you been writing down, please? Right, first up, I put my head in a box of Ariel and snorted it. It was like <laughs> Mrs. Hinch meets Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was Emma Jones. Guilty. <laughs> Say hello to my little washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> do not do this at home, kids. Do not. What else we got? Uh, the Chumba Wumba years were a crazy time for the young Dave Barry. <laughs> Oh, that's nice, from a biography. Ah, yes, yeah, the chamber one. It's around the time you were flogging knock-off jigsaws on, on the street. Yes. <laughs> and whilst many of you who have just joined us might be thinking, I have every right to be offended by that, it's true, and another reason to download the Daily Podcast. Chapter 4. The Chumbawamba years were a crazy time for the young Dave Berry. What else have we got? Green Poodle Badger on the 45. Lovely. Green Poodle Badger on the 45 instead of Brimful of Asher. We did some misheard nice. lyrics today, which was very good. And finally, I have something to clarify from Zimbabwe. Matt Dyson, <laughs> the Zimbabwe correspondence. Yeah, been getting a lot of emails from there, that place. What's that thing called? The film? Uh, what, which... Dogs. Oh, a, oh yes, the dogs. Like, yeah, a dog's, dog's purpose. purpose. Yeah, a dog's I've purpose. About it already. Yeah. The people of Zimbabwe are big fans of that film, <laughs> oh, yeah. and we mean big fans. I must watch it. I am going to watch it at some point. Maybe um, this weekend. Please do feel free to download the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow on your Friday morning at six a.m. Arrivederci. longer than I thought. (laughs) He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.